May the force be with you. This is going to be a physical SEC football game, and, and that's what it was. But just so happy for our fans and so happy. So, so happy for our players. Um, On the muff punt, obviously a really close call that was overturned. I mean, what what was what was said to you? On, yeah, on I, I don't know. I mean, it's that he touched it. We did not come here to lose by seven. We came here to win the game, and I think you could see that by the way that we played. We just ran into a team that was seven points better than us tonight, and. It'd be hard to look at the Arkansas Razorbacks and not be proud of the effort and the resiliency that we showed tonight and the physicality. Uh, he's, I think he's gotten better and better. He's, I mean, here's a bug. He's had the ability to do it in practice. Oh, welcome in the latest episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter. And I'm joined, as always, by my cousin, Shane. Who goes by Big Orange Vols on Twitter? What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? Hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, man, I am in a great mood, brother. And I'll tell you why, because we finally got these SEC East over-under win totals from the win sports book mm-hmm. out of Las Vegas. We've been... Dude, I've been telling the audience for about two weeks these things are coming. <laughs> Fresh off the presses, just like we did the SEC West a, a week or so ago. We're going to give our confidence for each SEC East team to go over, under. How's that sound, brother? That sounds great, brother. Yeah, over here we just got done eating lunch. I'm going to tell you, ever. I don't know about you, Mike, but is there a restaurant in Nashville that, you know, it's – they're not going to win awards. You know what I'm saying? They're just not that good, but sometimes it just hits the right spot. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'd had one. What, yeah, what, what, what is it? I, I'm local. I'm, I'm getting them out here. Uh, White Pine Pizza. Like I said, they're, they're not going to have any banners. You know, they're not going to they're not going to have a parade for this place. But New sponsor? Man, sometimes New sponsor of the show, Shane? Not even a sponsor, <laughs> man. Just sponsoring me. <laughs> Keeping me going. Uh, the price is right. And I'm telling you, it's just one of those spots that, like, if you go in with the right frame of mind and, you know, your te- your taste buds have aligned, it, it's just it's just a fantastic establishment. But like I said, no banners. Is there a place like that in Nashville that you go to? Yeah, there's a little pub. Last time your brother came through town, I took him there a couple of times called Catch 22, local mm. pub, bar, and grill. You know, they, they've got – it's kind of bar food style, but it's right. fancier bar style food. <laughs> Go there, have a couple brews, good old time. Your brother loves the chicken wings from there. So, yeah, that's definitely my spot for uh, All right. a, a All little right. hangout. Yeah, never, never too early to talk about food, Mike. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> as I'm trying to get ready for this uh, video experience we got coming up, it's like, man, I got to get in shape. And then I'm like, damn, my pizza's buy one, get one. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but, no, I'm ready to get into it, man. It's getting, it's getting pumped up. You know, I, I'm seeing a lot more of it on social media. A lot of people – Getting excited about the spring games, spring spring practices. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you got some recruits hitting the hitting the trails. You know, they go in our school, they go into this school. It's like, what's our NIL looking like? And and why not talk a little college football expectations? So that's what I like to do. We did it earlier with the West. Uh, it's time to to bring up the East, which I think is going to be a little bit tougher. I, I'm overlooking this thing, pros and cons. I we're I don't know. I'm. I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm gonna be as confident in some of these games, brother. Mm. Well, news just dropped, Shane, right before we hopped on the line. It's kind of, I can tie this into the SEC over under. So I just want to make this uh, announcement while I got you. But uh, JT Daniels, of course, Georgia quarterback in the transfer portal. Missouri was mm. after him. He just announced he's going to West Virginia. So <laughs> maybe that'll you know affect Missouri's over under. We'll get to that in just a minute to break that down. But uh, real quick, before we get to these over-under, Shane, I want to give you, we've only got four of these, but four week one point spreads for Mm -hmm. games involving SEC teams. Okay. Georgia versus Oregon in Atlanta. I think we've already done this, but they've updated this line. Georgia now favored by 15 points. 
in the season opener against the, the Oregon Ducks. We got LSU versus Florida mm-hmm. State in New Orleans. I, again, I think this is one we've done, but they've updated this line. LSU now a four-point favorite. Mm. So I'm, I'm loving these. And then we got two brand-new ones, Shane. This may be the game of the week in the SEC right out the gate. Utah at Florida. Let me guess. I'm going to say Utah at Florida. Give me Florida three and a half. Florida minus one. So you you were pretty close okay. there, but okay. the Gators to you know set to host Utah, and I, I feel like once they get down there, Shane in the in the swamp <laughs> in Gainesville, that heat, that yeah. humidity, oh my God, it's it's going to be a long day for them Utes. You know what? <laughs> it's like the opposite of the of the mountain pressure, you know, that we say every time they go to Colorado. It's like I got to get used to that barometric pressure, you know. It's like nah, just come down to the south. You got to get used to the damn swamp. So yeah, it, it's gonna it's gonna be like a blanket when they get down there. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And the only other one, Shane, we got you can guess this one as well. Cincinnati at Arkansas. What do you got for that one? Uh, give me Arkansas seven and a half. Oh, you almost nailed it, Shane. Arkansas, eight and a half. So, more than a touchdown favorite over a a team that went to the college football playoff, as they should be. I think that Razorbacks are going to roll over uh, old Cincinnati. Yeah. (laughs) But all right, brother. I love it, man. You can go ahead and get your bets in, you know? It's like you got got a a couple months to watch it, but, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, just – those those are early lines. This is the one. Like if you're feeling uber confident about any of those, you want to put some money in it now because by the time we get closer to this thing, I'm telling you, we're going to look back and say, "Damn, this spread has changed by a touchdown." You know, it's like absolutely get in your bets now if you feel confident about your team. Yeah, now is the time to to take advantage of the sports books when they throw out these lines. Yeah, they're a little bit off, and they will adjust them because money is going to come in one way or another. So, mm-hmm. like Shane said, you're feeling good. Get your money in. And that's the same with the win bets over under, Shane, for the SEC East. And let's just start at the top like we did with the West for Alabama. No surprise, the Georgia Bulldogs, Shane. Over under 11 and a half wins. So, again, Mm -hmm. you're betting, and this is just regular season, doesn't count bowl games, doesn't count SEC championship, anything like that. So you're basically betting, will the Georgia Bulldogs go undefeated or will they drop a single game during the regular season? And uh, let's go down the schedule like we did for uh, the West teams here. And I I should have come prepared. I'm pulling it up. (laughs) (laughs) I've even got it up, man. Look at this. This is why we should pod earlier in the day, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right out the gate, of course, we've already hit on it. Oregon Ducks in Atlanta, the Bulldogs, huge favorites mm-hmm. in that game. Then they come home for the home opener against Sanford. Again, that's that's mm-hmm. going to be a pick-your-score type ball not, game. Not Stanford, Sanford, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Snoozer right there. That's when you schedule your wedding on what day is that again? <laughs> September 10th. <laughs> now, maybe a little bit of a trap game here, Shane. Week three at South Carolina. We'll, uh-huh. see, we'll see how good the Gamecocks start the season. Then Georgia comes back home for Kent State. Then they go on the road at Missouri, mm-hmm. host Auburn, host Vanderbilt. Then they'll have two weeks to prepare for Florida, which is, of course, mm-hmm. always in Jacksonville. Then we got home against Tennessee at Mississippi State. That's a tricky one. Mm-hmm. At Kentucky, which may be the battle for the SEC East. And then finally, Georgia Tech at home. Doesn't really matter where they're playing Georgia Tech. It's a home game, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So basically, you're saying will Georgia drop one of these games? What do you think, over or under for Cousin Shane? Oh, um, I, I mean, we've talked about Georgia's schedule several times this offseason so far, and and the more I look at this schedule, the more I can't find. I just can't find outs. You know, I, I keep finding trying to create narratives and fun stories, and they're even doing it now. It's like who's going to give Georgia, I, I saw uh, what's his name, uh, Mike Griffin. Uh, was mm-hmm. it him and and uh, Feinbaum. Paul Feinbaum? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were talking. You know, who's going to give? Who can give Georgia a fit? Is it the Florida Gators or is it the Tennessee Balls? And you know, that's it. Who can give them a fit? 
who can keep it within a couple of scores? I think this is a, a another year that Georgia steamrolls the SEC. Um, I think if there was any chance uh, of getting these guys off guard, it was going to be early in the season, and I just don't think Oregon or South Carolina is going to be enough to trip them up. So I got 12-0, and 0, man, and I am very, very confident in this. In fact, I have $100. I'm going to put – uh, let's, let's do 95. I, I'm, I'm 95% confident that Georgia goes undefeated. Ooh. All right. I like this, Shane, right off the bat, because I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going right. under for the Georgia Bulldogs. And, you know, not that I'm disagreeing here that I think Georgia should be the best team in the East. And there's a very good chance that they do go undefeated, given the talent that they have. And, hell, they're defending national champions for a reason. But – you know, there's a couple tricky games here, Shane. I, I keep circling that at South Carolina. Uh, you know, Florida is always an interesting game. Tennessee, mm -hmm. you know, Josh Heupel and company had some success against the Bulldogs. But this back-to-back -back in November at Mississippi State, at Kentucky, you know, if they played those 100 times, I think, yeah, Georgia probably is undefeated. Let's go that full – stretch here tenant or no let's go four games i'm looking at four games shane because this is what i'm this is how i'm kind of rationalizing it here florida mm -hmm. tennessee at mississippi state at kentucky i think that's a little bit tougher stretch than you're giving it credit for i still understand georgia's gonna be favored in every one of those games and they're fully capable of beating all of them but i'm gonna say they lose one of those so mm -hmm. i'm going with the under in my confidence level i'm putting 60 bucks on this one that's mm. so again i'm not i'm not 95 in it like cousin shade i'm not saying this is a <laughs> lock of the week or anything but i just think there's a, there's a better chance than not that georgia slips up somewhere on this schedule yeah yeah i mean it is a tough stretch but i mean again you're coming off a bye when you face the florida gators mm -hmm. you got tennessee at home i understand mississippi state's a tough place to play and and Kentucky, but you know, again, this is this is a Georgia Bulldog team that's not had problems with these guys in, in many years. So, right. well, not that they played Mississippi State that often, but you know what I mean. I just, I, I don't, I just don't see it. Like, if I were to take those games, that stretch of games that you're talking about, and I were to put it at the front of the season, yes, I could see potentially a slip up. But I think by the time we hit late October, I mean, these guys. They're gonna they're gonna have their identity and and they're gonna be the most physical dominating team on any schedule. I mean, if you look at it, there's there's no way you can say Georgia can be outplayed or outmanned at any of these games. You know, Tennessee's my it is. I, I guess if you were to put an asterisk by it, Tennessee is one of those programs, and not just because I love them, but because they can score a lot of points in a hurry. You know, that's definitely one I I could see disrupting things maybe catching Mississippi State with that crowd, but it's a tough, man. I mean, you're, the stars got to be aligned because this is a this is a repeat national champ contender, I think. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, hell, even if they do drop a game, they'll, prob yeah. they'll probably still go to the Atlanta for the SEC championship. Mm -hmm. They win that. They're going to punch their ticket, no doubt, to the college football playoffs mm -hmm. once again. All right, next team on the docket, Shane. This one's for you, buddy. Them Tennessee Vols. Vols are back. And before long, we'll be taking a bite out of everybody we play, Zach. Over under eight and a half. Mm. Tennessee. Now, we're going to have the uh, the odds maker that had – his name's Matt Lindeman. He set these lines. We're going to have him on the next episode. But I've heard him kind of discuss this a little bit. Two games that he's got Tennessee as big underdogs, and that's, of course, mm -hmm. Alabama and Georgia. But basically every other game, he's got – Tennessee's got a decent chance of winning. So let's go down mm -hmm. the schedule real quick here, Shane. Right out the gate, Ball State. How about that? Yep. <laughs> yeah. On Rocky Top. At Pitt. A Revenge. Team, got it. Team Tennessee lost to last year, but they're losing if it, a, a quarterback. Does Peyton Manning know this quarterback? I'm just curious. <laughs> Did he raise the quarterback up there in Pittsburgh, the, the backup, or is it just a one-time thing? <laughs> Their new quarterback is is uh, Southern Cal transfer. So, mm. yeah, his first year in the system with a new offensive coordinator, you got to favor Tennessee in that one. Mm -hmm. Akron at home, Florida at home, that's going to mm -hmm. be a big one. Then they got two weeks to prepare for at LSU, 
Yep. Return home for Alabama. Then they get UT Martin at home. And then here's a critical two-game stretch. Kentucky at home, at Georgia, Missouri at home, at South Carolina, at Vanderbilt. And yeah. let, me, let me show you. Uh, he also gave out a couple lines here, Shane, so I, I just thought you'd think this was interesting. He's got Tennessee as an eight-point favorite over Kentucky, which mm. Mm, they're not too happy up there in the bluegrass. Mm. Yeah, can you tag Can you tag him <laughs> on that one? So we're <laughs> – And then – on the road at South Carolina, Tennessee, a six-point favorite. So mm. that's that's just an indication of uh, you know how big of a favorite Tennessee is against uh, you know two of the other tougher games they're going to face in the SEC East. So with that in mind, you going over eight and a half or under eight and a half, Shane? Yeah, I mean that's that's this is a tough one, man, because it's it's right about that eight nine game is what you're kind of expecting from the Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, obviously, I'm expecting a national championship run because I do every year. But but realistically, you know, there are some games on the schedule that you've got definite question marks, and there's some that you just don't want to talk about, like Alabama and Georgia. So those are two of your losses right there, potentially. But you're, you're looking now at, what, uh, 10, 10 games played. So, okay, so they can only drop one more game among the, the rest of these opponents. One thing I do like about that question mark LSU matchup is it is coming up after a bye. I do like we're getting Florida early. Hopefully they haven't figured their, their shit out by week four. You know, so Tennessee could be humming along here, going to play Alabama at Tennessee. That could be fun. It could be exciting. The fact you got Kentucky at home. So I, I don't know. The more I look at the schedule, I just – I love the aways. I love the homes. The one question marks – I guess some of those games that you that are riding the fence, you, you, a lot of those you got at home, like a Missouri, like a Kentucky, like a like a Florida. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that that plays in favor of the Tennessee Volunteers this year. So, like, did you expect me to go under here, Mike? I'm going <laughs> over, and I'm not as confident as I was maybe with the Georgia, but I would definitely put, I would definitely put like 62 on this thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, I like that, Shane, and I think this over-under is going to be determined right out the gate with at Pitt, the Florida game, and at LSU. Mm -hmm. Because if they drop two of those games, no chance this is happening. But, you know, with all the turnover there at Pitt, the revenge factor, that mm -hmm. was a game Hendon Hooker didn't start. He came in, tried to rally the troops, came up just short. Man, if they – I know we say this every year, every other year it seems like, but if they can't beat this Florida team, my God, <laughs> we got problems here on Rocky Top. So, right. you know, Florida, Pitt, you got to think Tennessee is going to be favored in, in both those matchups. You could still drop at LSU, which could be, you know, one of the most underrated teams, particularly the way we're talking about them. Help, we put out right. these, these over-unders, and, and, man, LSU fans – I thought they were going to come through the mentions and, and choke us out. They are so high on what Brian Kelly's going to do, and maybe they're right. And if they are, Tennessee's probably going to lose because that game's in Baton Rouge. So right. you can afford to do that, though, with an eight-and-a-half over-under, and I'm right there with you. I mean, the only other game, aside from, of course, Alabama and Georgia, which Tennessee's going to be underdogs, heavy underdogs in those games, is Kentucky. Now, you can make yeah. the case Kentucky – that game maybe means a little bit more to Tennessee, but it sure as hell didn't seem that way last season on the field. Right. So, And it's in Neyland Stadium, so I, I got to give Tennessee the, the edge there. So I'm right there with you, man. I'm going over, and I, I'm going a little bit more confident than you, Shane. I'm going $70 on the over okay. for Tennessee. I think uh, I think eight and a half is – that's probably right where the sweet spot they're, they're going to want it because yeah. knowing Tennessee, they could slip up. And, and drop a game they shouldn't, and eight is going to hit. But uh, I think I think eight and a half is the perfect number for the balls right now. Yeah, and, and as long as uh, – and, and I guess the asterisk by Tennessee Vols is keeping Hooker healthy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we saw him banged up toward the tail end of the season, and I'm not super confident in the backups we got here down in Knoxville. But, you know, if we can – and, it's, and it felt like we played a little bit more conservative, but we're still able to put some points on the board. So I, I think we'll be fine. But that's the, my only—that's my only fear, brother. 
is because obviously if, if Hooker's down, Tennessee is a totally different program. Mm-hmm. All right, next on the docket, Shane, Kentucky. They have the over-under set at eight. Mm. So just barely under Tennessee. And I, I think the difference there is that Tennessee game against Kentucky is in Neyland Stadium. Otherwise, we may be flipping those two numbers. But here's the Kentucky schedule, Shane. Miami of Ohio right out the gate at mm-hmm. home. At Florida. Youngstown State. Uh-oh. Right. <laughs> NIU, Northern Illinois at home. At Ole Miss. South Carolina at home. Mississippi State at home. And then you get a bye week at Tennessee. Uh-oh, Kentucky's going to have two weeks to prepare, Shane. <laughs> at Missouri, Vanderbilt at home, Georgia at home, and Louisville at home. So, hey, a nice home stretch there to close out the season. So, basically, right. Shane, are, are you picking – man, this is a tough one because it's straight at eight. So, they got right. got to win nine games if you're going under – or, excuse me, over, and seven if you're going under. Which way are you going with the Kentucky Wildcats? Uh, this is one of those that, that I kept going around and around with because, you know, I see scenarios where Kentucky is facing Georgia undefeated and I've seen, you know, the wheels fall off. So mm-hmm. I don't – I think – you know, I try not to give too much stock in the spring games or spring practices, <laughs> but but everything I'm seeing out of Lexington, I'm just I'm, – I'm loving this team more and more. Um, I, I think that when they hit the league – when they hit open conference, especially that Florida game, I, I think they're going to be humming, man. I think they're going to know exactly what they got, I, and I think they're going to be able to 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 beat the Florida Gators. I know it's early, and I know Gator fans don't want to hear that, but I just think that's one of those question mark games that definitely puts me on the over. It's just because of where you're catching them on the schedule. You know, when I always look at these over unders, I always pick out wins what the games I, I just know without a doubt Kentucky's going to win. And, and looking at it, I saw six easy ones. And then I started to piece together, okay, can they beat Florida? Yeah, I do. I think they can do that. Can they beat an Ole Miss? Can they beat a Mississippi State? Can they beat a Tennessee? And there's too many – yeah, I could see that playing. So, the more I add all those up, I've got Kentucky over and the more and more uh, confidence I've got in them. So, I'm pretty high on this one, Mike. I, I think it's a big season for the Big Blue Nation. So, give me over and give me about like, – not crazy, not 100, but I'm still pretty high on these guys, 75%. Mm. Well, Shane, this is another one we're going to disagree on. <laughs> now, I think eight probably is. Why you great- hate Kentucky, Mike? <laughs> huh? <laughs> I think eight is a great number, but mm-hmm. the way we play this, you know, we're not cowards. We're not pushing any of these. No. If I could, that's probably the number I'd go with. But, you know, I keep thinking about this game, Shane, week two at Florida. And there's always there always seems to be a game on Kentucky's schedule, whether it's a Missouri game or a South Carolina game, that really dictates how the rest of the season goes. And if Kentucky goes down to Gainesville and whoops up on the Gators, mm-hmm. they're going to go over, I think. But, man, I just think Florida's going to have so much motivation all offseason hearing about how Kentucky is going – Kentucky? Kentucky's going to come <laughs> down there and beat you in your home field – Something that's only happened like once in fifty years. Of course, this is a new this is a new Kentucky, no doubt. But you know, I I think that's a crossroads game. And then of course uh, the next SEC game at Ole Miss. This one this is so tough for me, Shane, because I don't really know at this point what to expect from Florida or Ole Miss. Right. Now, can, can can Kentucky beat both those? Hell yeah, they can. But could they lose to both of them if if Ole Miss and Florida's better than most people are are projecting? I think. I think they could drop those those games. And that's mm-hmm. before we get to some of these other games like South Carolina. Who knows? What, you know, they could be certainly looking like on the rise. Mississippi State, we keep talking about being the best team under Mike Leach. So what's that saying? Mississippi State beat Kentucky last year, no doubt. So I, I'm just leaning a little bit more towards the seven than I am over. I, I got more confidence in it. Not a ton of confidence. Like I said, eight I think is a much better number. But so I'll go under Shane and I'm going, you won't let me push. So I'll go the cowards way out on these uh, percentages. I'm going 51% (laughs) under for Kentucky Wildcats. (laughs) Oh man, Mike, that's, that's a tough one. I, I just, 
I don't know. I, I think the Florida – that's the crazy thing about Florida. Florida reminds me a lot of Tennessee a few years ago when we didn't want to admit that Kentucky was a was a competitor. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not a game that we had to get fired up for. It was a game we just expected to win. And after you drop the first one, you know, you make a some little excuse. It was, you know, well, we had a terrible coach and blah, blah, blah. And then you drop the next one and you say, well, we – you know, we had the bowl game. We lost our conference. You know, it's it's just you make these excuses, and the next thing you know, you're three, four years into the thing. And you're like, damn, this is a rivalry. You know, and yeah. and I think Kentucky wants this game more than Florida does. Uh, you, one of the things I got to disagree with you a little bit. I guarantee, if you if you pull that team down there in Gainesville, ain't nobody talking about Kentucky. Right. You know, but you go to Kentucky, I guarantee a lot of them can't wait to put a whooping on the Florida Gators. So mm-hmm. this is a bigger game for them. And that's why I think it, it is an advantage for Kentucky getting them so early. Because, like I said, this is a more of a seasoned team. This is one of those guys or, or programs that kind of already knows their identity, knows, knows they're working on depth right now. That's what they're doing. So, I mean, obviously there is some question marks on Kentucky's lineup, but – uh, I think there's a lot more open wounds down there in Florida. So that's why I just think catching that game two two weeks in is, is a huge advantage for, for Big Blue. And that's why I'm so confident on the over. All right, Shane. Well, hey, speaking of the Florida Gators, they're the next team on the docket. The win bet has set their over-under at seven. Now, here's the schedule again. We've, we've talked about it. Utah, right out the gate at home. Mm-hmm. They're a slight favorite against Kentucky at home. South Florida at home. Nice little home stretch here to open. But then the Gators go at Tennessee. That'll be a tricky one. Come mm-hmm. back home for Eastern Washington. That'll be a pick-your-score type game. Missouri at home. LSU at home. Mm-hmm. Then you got two weeks to prepare. You got Georgia in Jacksonville, at Texas A&M. Ooh, that, I mean, we're getting tough now. South Carolina at home, at Vanderbilt, at Florida State. So seven is the over-under for the Florida Gators. Which way are you leaning, Cousin Shane, over or under seven? Yeah, it's a shame they didn't put that bye right there between Georgia and A&M. You know, <laughs> just give, give a week to, you know, get their stuff together. I <sighs> – I hate to say it, man, but and and Florida Gators, they, I think they got the right guy. You know what I'm saying? I, and mm-hmm. they got players. I don't want you to think that that the Florida Gators have no talent on that roster. I mean, they 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 have plenty of talent. They got NFL talent down there, but it's a it's a rebuild, man. I mean, you you hear coach come out. I mean, they are stripping this thing down to this nuts and bolts, and that's what they're going to do is put this thing back together and create a new winning culture. And when doing that, it takes time. And unfortunately, some fans don't have time. <laughs> you know, we're impatient. Mm-hmm. We want wins now. And I I just don't see a favorable schedule for the Florida Gators right now. Like, I, I mean, how many times I got to tell you, I just – I have no confidence in the Florida-Kentucky game. Uh, Tennessee-Florida, I mean, if you want to talk about a year – uh, for Tennessee to have a, a leg up, it's in Neyland this year. So I'm looking at that one. I, you can't mark off Mizzou because guess what? They beat you last time, you know? So mm-hmm. LSU, by this time, you're, you're a couple of games in. So they found their self, you found yourself, you get a buy, and then you got two of the best programs in the country back to back Georgia, AM. Does that, does that create some sort of hangover going to, uh, you know, playing South Carolina? So I just, the more I dissect this schedule, the more I don't like it. I, I think better days are ahead for the Florida Gators, but I just don't think they reach seven this year, brother. I think it's all they could do to get to a bowl game. So give me the under, and I'm pretty confident in this one. I'm going to say I'm going to say about sixty-eight percent on this guy. You know, I, I could tell you wanted to go sixty-nine, but you held back. I right? did. <laughs> no, I know. I didn't want to be that guy. You know. Yeah, I actually, mean, I'm a, let me go a little higher. Let's go 71. I haven't played around. I'm 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 feeling pretty good about. Uh, I in fact that may be their record at the end of this thing. Is uh, no wait no I can't do that six and yeah give me what that, what that pan out there six and six sixty six percent that's how confident I am. Okay yeah yeah and I mean we talk about this uh, right out the gate Shane I mean 
Utah, Kentucky at Tennessee. Yeah. I don't want to lose our fans here from from Gainesville, <laughs> but hey, but we don't we don't pander, Mike. You know? I would not be stunned if Florida lost all those games, right? Yeah. And if they do lose those games, they're not beating Georgia and they're not winning at A and M. Right. There, there's your five right there. You've lost. So, again, I'm not saying you're going to go zero and three in those marquee games. I think there's a there's a very good chance you're going to lose one to two though. Let's let's say they lose two of them again Mm -hmm. i mean this is such an uphill climb to get to an eight win campaign uh in billy napier's first year now he's said it he's on record many a time we're gonna attack the portal we're looking for players a coach is out here campaigning for transfers to come to your program (laughs) he ain't happy with the depth he ain't happy with the talent now can i go out on a limb and say this guy's going to win eight games after all these statements? No. And maybe my opinion changes once I know who they're getting in the portal. Maybe, you know, maybe they're getting some elite players from other conferences ready to come in and contribute in the SEC, and that could change where I got the Florida Gators. Again, the, the seven, we've, we've had Zach Goodall from Sports Illustrated on the, mm-hmm. on the line. He covers the Gators. He says seven's the number. I agree with him. That's probably what Florida will win. But, again, we can't. Can't be pushing on this program. So right. I'm right there with you, Shane. I'm going under. I don't have a ton of confidence, not as much confidence as you. I'll go under $55. I just think that's a safer bet until we know who Florida's getting in the transfer portal, until we know how they start the season. And, you know, one other wild card, I, Gator fans probably don't want to hear this either, but there's so much hope and anticipation for Anthony Richardson. And, yeah. hell, I thought he looked amazing, too, right out the gate. I was my God, why is this guy not your starting quarterback? You may be able to win the SEC with this guy. But we've only seen that in about two or three games against lowly competition. So, right. is that what we're going to get for a full season? I don't know. If we do, yes, Gators will hit the over. But if that was just a flash in the pan, mm-hmm. we, ain't, we ain't hitting it. So, <laughs> I don't know what to make of the Florida Gators right now. But I'm slightly more confident that uh, I still think they're going to go to a bowl game. But like you, Shane, I think I think six and six is a safer bet than eight and four at this point in time. Yeah, and and if I'm a Gator fan, I am saving these clips, brother, <laughs> and because I'm going to tweet them at us if if they if because like you said, if AR15 comes out and and showcases who he is and just takes the world by by you know I mean it's just. There's, there's always that possibility. There's always a possibility one of these teams aren't as good as we thought they were. There's a chance Florida Gators just steamroll the first. I mean, maybe we are – maybe, you know, Kentucky and Tennessee, I mean, they're still kind of in our heads, you know what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. still that factor when you play against these programs that we're not – you know, we're, we're, we're used to losing to these guys. So, right. if, they can, if they can placate toward that – Watch out, man. Florida may just surprise – it may be our biggest surprise in the SEC, but um, we're talking gambling here, man. And if I got to put my money on it, put my money where my mouth is, I'm just more confident that it's more of a down season than it is a, a good season. But like I said, that's that's what off season's for, man. You know, we <laughs> we just guessing right now. We're going to find out sooner or later exactly how good these boys are. <laughs> now, next on the docket, Shane, the South Carolina Gamecocks – over-under win total put at six, which mm. same win total they had last season. Again, this does not count the bowl game. So, uh, you know, you're betting will South Carolina regress at five and seven? Will they improve at seven and five? Let's go down the schedule here, Shane. Right out the, the gate, Georgia State. That's a tricky team. <laughs> Tennessee knows. No. Why did why did we why do we keep scheduling these guys? You know, LSU's like you could have them. Yeah, <laughs> they almost knocked off Auburn last year. I mean, this that's yeah. no gimme. Uh, and then things really ratchet up for the Gamecocks. No, I said, I've said LSU. I'm sorry, quarterbacks are bouncing around these days. I don't even know who's who, but I mean, yeah, Auburn. Sorry, my bad. At Arkansas, week two, Georgia, mm-hmm. week three. Uh oh, and then uh, we get a little bit of a break here. Charlotte at home. South Carolina State at home, at Kentucky. That's going to be one that maybe decides this over-under. 
Then they yeah. get two weeks to prepare for Texas A&M at home, Missouri at home, at Vanderbilt, at Florida, Tennessee at home, and then at Clemson. So there's certainly some some trap games here yeah. for the South Carolina Gamecocks. They're going to have to improve if they're going to get to that seven win mark. But they hell they've added a lot of pieces via the transfer portal. So right. in another recruiting class of depth. So what do you have, Shane, for the South Carolina Gamecocks over or under six wins next season? Mm. Mm. That's tough, man. It is tough. And because I want to buy into the hot, brother. I want to buy into this quarterback. I want to buy into this new style of offense. I just I, I just I want to buy I want to be on the hype train. You know what I'm saying? I want to see them. I want to see a team like Georgia go to South Carolina and just be struggling in the fourth quarter. And where everybody eyes glued. Is this another missed field goal opportunity coming up? You know that that's what I want to see. I'm just I'm not convinced we're there yet, brother. I I, I think that. I think there's a lot of great things happening over there in Columbia. I think um, I think you got your guy, man. I, I I don't know what I don't know what they're cooking with, but but it's working. And and they have established that base, that platform, a lot a lot quicker than I expected. I thought this was a multi multi year rebuild, and and here we got a, a five star quarterback at the helm. Here we got a five star running back, you know, catching passes out of the backfield. This is just. This is they've got some serious weapons, some serious contenders, and I, I just I think we're a season way, brother. I, I that's my only thing is I think we're I think this is a team that catches fire and it's probably gonna catch people off guard and, and there's gonna be some watching this game, so I can't believe we're struggling in the South Carolina Gamecocks. But when you're talking about getting seven wins, where are you getting them, man? You know, are are you getting the Arkansas game that early? Are you beating Georgia? Are you beating Kentucky? Are you beating an A and M? Mizzou, Florida at the tail end of this thing. Can you beat the Gators again? Tennessee, Clemson, is this the year you take Dabo down? I just I, I just think there's too many ifs to give them the over. Mm. But talent prevails, so I got to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying into the hot mic, so give me the over. This is one of those, those I'm not super confident in, but I just think – Man, there's going to be some great things coming out of Columbia, and I do think they catch a couple of these teams off guard. So, uh, not not super confident. So, give me ten percent. <laughs> this is I'm not putting my mortgage payment on this thing, but uh, <laughs> I, I think I think they nailed it with the spread. I think this is a seven win program, but uh, I think they're more likely to go over than under. Mm, damn, you had me fooled there, Shane. I <laughs> I already marked down cousin Shane in the under. <laughs> had to delete that. He's hitting the over. So, But I'm proud of you, Shane, because I think you nailed this one. You know, if there's one thing we've seen from Shane Beamer and company, I know it's just been one season, but they have really shown the ability. Now, they've been inconsistent at times, to be sure, but they have shown the ability. They can upset an Auburn. They can upset mm -hmm. a Florida. Hell, we thought they were going to get beat in the bowl game. They, they whooped the hell out of North Carolina. You know what I mean? So – Yep. They have the ability, I think, to scheme around and pull an upset, get these players up for the games. Can they do it week in, week out? Until we see that, you know, they're not a, a true threat to win the SEC right. East. But with the additions that they've had via the transfer portal, I love Spencer Rattler. People tired of me saying that. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think if they use Jaheim Bell a lot more, I love mm -hmm. uh, the, the tight end. They got Stogner. They've added a couple of transfer receivers that look very promising. I think they're going to have the weapon, Shane, Yep. this season in Columbia to pull a couple more upsets. And I don't know who that's going to be, Shane. That's why they call it an upset. But, yep. you know, I'm looking at you, Arkansas. I'm looking at you, Kentucky. I'm looking at you, Tennessee, and Florida. These are games – you know, I think South Carolina wins one or two of these games, and I'm seeing five other games that are – you know, cakewalks for the Gamecock. So give me the over. I'm going a lot more confident than you, Shane. I'm going 90% oh, geez. over right. for the South Carolina Gamecocks. I think uh, I think they're a much better football team this season than they were last season, year two under Shane Beamer. Yeah, my, Mike's buying into that propaganda, man. He is, <laughs> he is signing up, Gamecocks. 
that's me. I just, I, I keep hearing all these good things, good things, good things. And it's like, man, maybe they are ready, you know? So maybe if they could piece this thing together and uh, come out here and win some ball games, who knows, man? South Carolina may make some noise in these. All right, next on the docket, Shane, Missouri Tigers. M-I-Z! Pick five. Five wins. Oh, jeez. Over, under. I think that's much lower than I had it. So let's run down the list real quick here, Shane. Right out the gate, at home versus Louisiana Tech. Mm -hmm. At Kansas State. That'll be tricky. Wait, wait. Did you say, who do they got first game? I got MTSU. Uh, Louisiana Tech. Oh. I think they changed it. Oh, yeah. Well, it was, was a good it, pick. It, it was, <laughs> it was get wherever it. <laughs> you're looking, it probably says at MTSU, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, they switched it to have a home game. Oh, I don't blame them. Okay. Well, there's your, there's your one <laughs> game right there, Mike. <laughs> week two at Kansas State. Mm hmm. Week three, Abilene Christian. Come on, pick your score type game. Yeah. At Auburn, that'll be, that may be the one that determines over or under here. Georgia at home, at Florida. Then you'll have two weeks to prepare for Vanderbilt. There you go, at home. <laughs> at South Carolina, Kentucky at home, at Tennessee, New Mexico mm -hmm. State at home, and finally Arkansas at home. Now, Missouri made a bowl game last year. We really think they're not going to do that this year. But if you're going under, you're picking four for the Missouri yeah. Tigers. If you're going over, you're picking six. I already know what I'm picking, but I want to hear what you got, Cousin Shane. Over. I mean, this is – Yeah, come on, There's man. no question here. Come on, what, what team are you watching here? I, I like Mizzou. I, I think a lot of people sleeping on them. I think this is a program – I people are going to talk up Kansas State. I don't know shit about Kansas State, you know. I don't know if old man Snyder's even up there. Is he still around? <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't matter. I think Mizzou's got that game. Like you said, the uh, Albaline Christian, don't learn how to spell it because it don't even matter. It's a victory. You know what I'm saying? I've told you in the offseason, I think Auburn is, should have this game circled because it's potentially one they lose their coach to. I think Mizzou comes out on fire. Now, I don't think they're going to just win the East, but I think going into that Georgia game, they, there's a real good chance they're undefeated. And that means they've got to win one more? Mm -hmm. Yeah, come on. Give me the over here, and I'm really confident in this one. Give me Mizzou over and give him – put it at 99. I've never been more confident Ooh. in a team in my life. Damn. Actually, I haven't been this confident in Mizzou since they went up there and lost that damn game <laughs> <laughs> to a field goal. So, uh, I just I, – I think a lot of people say – a lot of people are saying, hey, man, these guys ain't got a quarterback. You know, I, some of these games you don't even need one. You know what I'm saying? I just think right. – I think Mizzou's going to figure out their – their offense by week four. I got a lot of confidence in Coach Eli Bear. I just I, I think I, I I think, you know, they're they are a slower build than they want. You know, this isn't like Arkansas. This hasn't been like a South Carolina going out there and Tennessee just instant success. This isn't you know, they but he's establishing the a style and I and I think that's that's a culture, a recruiting culture up there. And they they are bringing in weapons to that program. There will be some buzz going into that Auburn game. So yeah, I, I'm very confident in the over here, Mike. Yeah, no doubt, Shane. And you know, sometimes like you joke, it's like you're stealing from my notes here because <laughs> I got the over, and I'm going 99 percent right with you, Missouri Tigers. I mean, come on, man, Missouri's Missouri's here. not going to win four games. I mean, hell. They might win four games the first month. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the way I'm looking at it. They'll have to win at Auburn, which ain't going to be easy to, to accomplish that, but they very well can. Like you said, they beat Florida last year. Uh, they they knocked off South Carolina. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is this is a program on the rise. Just had the, the best recruiting class in school history in just year yep. two of the Drinkowitz era. They are, it's going to be a youth movement. I really do think they're going to they're going to play a lot of these young guys, get them on the field, get them some reps. But uh, yeah, there's no doubt in my mind Missouri is going to go to a bowl game. Much more confident in that than the wheels falling off here under a solid coach and a, a solid program here. And mm -hmm. man, every year Tyler Beatty, who's that? We didn't know who the hell that was really uh, <laughs> until last year. Now he's the exactly. SEC's leading rusher. Before that, they had Larry Roundtree, who was like a nice player. But 
Now he's in the NFL thanks to Coach Drinkwitz. I mean, he'll right. have him another elite running back. They they obviously got to figure out this quarterback competition. That's kind of why I wanted to mention that JT Daniels news. Would have liked to have seen JT pick the Missouri Tigers, but whatever, man. We'll get us a quarterback, whether we don't yep. have him on the roster or not. We'll get we'll get him in the transfer portal. We'll coach up the guys we got enough to at least make a bowl game and hopefully win more than six games. So I'm right there with you. Uh, there's going to be a, a couple of games here that uh, these odds makers have Missouri as the underdog in that they should be the outright favorite and they will win those football games. So no doubt in my mind, Missouri over 99%. Somebody's getting fired in Vegas after this one, Mike. <laughs> he just hit the wrong number, you know? <laughs> now this one was stunning to me, Shane. Uh, Vanderbilt. Anchor down. They have set that one, and it, they've already adjusted. So they put these out on Tuesday, and and this was changed by Wednesday, Shane. <laughs> they set the Vanderbilt over under at one and a half. What? Oh, my God. Like, that's one you could throw money at because we got Elon right. on the schedule. We got Hawaii on the schedule. Just fired mm-hmm. their coach like a month ago. They Wake Forest, come on, brother. Give me Wake Forest, is, yeah. they're good in the <laughs> yeah. ACC, but uh, there's a lot of teams that look good in the ACC. Northern Illinois, come on. This ain't not the Bears of Illinois. This is Northern Illinois. I don't even know. It's like a high school team, ain't it? <laughs> yeah. Now, check this out, Shane. Now, this is crazy. This is just damn crazy. They have got – Northern Illinois, yeah, as a two touchdown favorite against Vanderbilt, I I feel like these guys have just they don't what? know they're disrespecting the SEC with these. I hope Vanderbilt's you know seeing this and you know coming out with some uh, billboard material because I put it at three and a half and I was thinking Vanderbilt may get over that. So yeah. you, you better believe I'm just going to skip ahead, Shane. I'm definitely going over it. once again ninety nine percent for the Vanderbilt yes. Commodores. Because, uh, hey, I know la- the last couple of seasons were rough, but that's what rebuilding a program looks like, you know? And Exactly. Y- we are not picking based on what Vanderbilt was last season or the year before. We're picking on what Vanderbilt is going to be this mm-hmm. season. And they just signed one of the best class in their history. They've got quarterbacks they can rely on. They've got some weapons there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Vanderbilt, let's go down the schedule, but at Hawaii – I mean, come on. Come on. There's a win. This is the worst Hawaii team you'll ever see. Elon, you know, long as, Elon. long as they don't get caught up in the weather and everything and eating good, you know, just <laughs> yeah. if they go out there and focus on the game at hand, there's there's their one victory right there. Elon, week two. Who, I don't even know where that is. <laughs> Are they the Jets? I'm just curious. <laughs> they're, well, they're the Phoenix. Oh, I didn't know if Musk had a university. I was just throwing that out there. That'd be a good one. Elon Jets or something. But right there, by September third, we probably we've already hit the over. Yeah. Wake Forest at home. Come on. Mm-mm. At Mm-mm. Northern Illinois, should beat the Two hell out. Two touchdowns. Of- what? What did Daniels transfer up there? I don't think so. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> at Alabama. Okay. All right. That, okay. Now we're getting. All right. Now we're getting serious. Here. We can skip the rest. We <laughs> we got our games. <laughs> I told you, man. I mean, go ahead and do a rundown. But I, I told you this offseason, I think this is a year that Vandy gets its first SEC win in a long time. I think they sneak up and get somebody. Uh, so I'm definitely the over as well and at 99. Yeah, it, and, you know, this is a team that, uh, as the season went on, Shane, they played better and better uh, yeah. for Coach Clark Lee in his first year. So going into the month of October, they'll have two weeks to prepare for Ole Miss at home. Who knows what Ole Miss going to look like? I mean, the, I certainly don't think the wheels are going to fall off, but, hell, they, they've lost so much. You just never know. All right. At Georgia, okay. Well, and then here's another one, Shane. I, I know we're sitting here, we're, we're trying to build Vanderbilt up, but listen to uh, the line they've got for this. What do you think the line is, Shane? Vanderbilt at Georgia. Oh, Georgia 41. 50. Oh, God, please. Well, I – I never like to bet 50 on them games, you know? No. I mean, Kirby ain't going to do that. You know what I'm no. saying? And then they got at Missouri, and then they'll have two mm-hmm. weeks to prepare for South Carolina. Hell, they they nearly knocked off South Carolina. South Carolina needed a, a game-winning touchdown in the final minute to beat them last mm-hmm. year. At Kentucky, Florida at home, Tennessee at home. I'm right there with you, Shane. I, th- I don't know who it's going to be, 
But I think Vanderbilt will jump up and, and surprise one of these teams. Mm-hmm. And, man, I'm, if you got any pride, Shane, and you, you are a Commodore this offseason working your ass off to get better on the field, this is a season where you got to come out and, you know, you, you got to end these jokes. You got to end this SEC skid. And, yeah. you know, you get yourself a win. You, you get some momentum under Clark Lee, and I think it'll happen. That's that's the thing, man. We saw it last year. Obviously, there is some some huge da- uh, talent gaps, uh, uh, you know, when you're looking at some of these opponents they'll face. But last year, there was plenty of games. They Years past, they would have just packed up and went home. You know what I'm saying? They would just got the football and left. But – they fought to the very last quarter, to the very last second. That's what I loved about this Vanderbilt scrappy team uh, because that's what Car- that's what Coach Lee brings to Vanderbilt. This this isn't a this isn't a stepping stone. This is some this is his home. This is a place he would love to retire from, and uh, so that's the kind of culture he's going to create there. And he's not going to have people that don't want to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, these kids could have been playing at Division two teams. You know, I'm saying there's. They, they had other places they could go be stars, but they came to the SEC to compete, and that's what Coach, Coach Lee, I think, is going to do with these boys. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think it's uh, I think they hit their over early. Um, I think there's going to be some times throughout the year you're going to say, oh, golly, we're a ways away, but you will not see this team quit, and that's why I like to see them uh, upset one of these SEC programs. Yeah, no doubt, Shane. Well, Hey, another successful show. We've we run down the West. We've run down the East. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to do it for this episode, brother, unless you got anything before we hop off the line. No, that's it, man. I mean, gambling is always fun to talk about, <laughs> and, and it's always fun to put your money in. I, I don't know how many times i got to say this. It's, it's like if you if you feel like this is the year, go ahead. I mean, don't don't put your mortgage on it, but, you know, if you're feeling a little confident, got a bonus check or a tax return or something like that, yeah, go ahead, put it in there. You feeling froggy because your team may hit an over? So we're just trying to give you some landing spots. I, I, I guarantee everybody's putting money on the Florida Gators right now, Mike, because we both <laughs> went against them. So that may so be the best like a, bet. That's now. a kiss of death right there. They're, they're probably going undefeated. That's right. That's the true lock of the week. You know, they're going to find out AR-15 put all of his NIL money on this thing, you know. <laughs> he didn't even have to go pro. He's set for life. So, But, no, I I'm, I love talking football. I love talking gambling. Um, and uh, it's another day closer, brother. Yeah, no doubt, brother. Well, hey, I appreciate you, as always, joining me on the show. I appreciate each and every one of you. And as always, if you made it this far, we'd really appreciate a five-star written review on the Apple Podcast app. Just send those on over to that secpodcast at gmail.com and we'll send you a beer koozie free of charge. And we'll also do that for any and everybody willing to rate us on Spotify, even if you've already done it. Yeah, we'll send you another koozie. We're looking for (laughs) as many reviews as you want to give us. But uh, That's right. That's going to do it, Shane. We'll catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go Vols.